Welcome to Tax Insights, presented by Hawkins Ash CPAs. And it's time for Tax Insight here with Jeff from Hawkins Ash. Good morning, Jeff. Good morning, Terry. How are you, sir? I'm doing okay. Excellent. Jeff, today we have an update uh, for our listeners regarding the PPP. Right. So a couple weeks ago, we talked about the new PPP loan application um, for the forgiveness part that businesses can use if their loans are under $50,000. Well, I just wanted to give you an update uh, because it might be time, I think, for companies to start the loan forgiving process if they haven't already. So do you think, first and foremost, that every company should start this process right now? All that, although that's still, I, I think, a hard question since you know, I don't want to make any more work for companies than I need to, but I think it's safe to assume that those companies with PPP loans under $50,000, I think they can file now that the new form is out. Um, like we talked about a couple weeks ago, this is going to make up a large portion of those loans that were given out. So I, I think under 50, I think you can file. I think it's also safe to say that if your loan is over 150,000, that they can start the process also. It's just for those loans kind of in the middle between 50,000 and 150,000 that I'm still not sure since I'm still hearing 150,000 is still the magic number. So what does that mean? Why is, you know, 50 to 150,000 um, still undecided, I guess? Yeah, so the, the financial institutions, they have a pretty big lobby in Washington and they've really been pushing for a, a much simpler application for those loans under 150,000. This simpler process could be very similar to the ones that they just introduced, uh, the SBA introduced uh, a couple weeks ago in regard to $50,000 loans. Because if you look at it this way, a financial statement needs to look over all the loan forgiveness applications prior to submitting those to the SBA. And that takes a lot of resources. And some of these small banks, they just don't have those resources. So if they can make um, you know, any of this process easier, it's going to help them a lot. So do you have clients here locally that are starting this process? We do. Most are in the categories we talked about before, under the 50000 or over the 150, But some in that middle are also just starting to do it just to kind of get it behind them. So any advice right now at this point here today? I do. So, you know, most companies now are kind of running to the end of their 24-week period. So I would definitely run the calculations under both the eight and the 24 week periods to determine which one is better. I think I'm leaning to using the 24 week period since it appears that the way the loan application is currently laid out, if a company has excess wages, that may help them if they were unable to maintain their full-time equivalents or if they had a pay decrease. So I think 24 weeks is probably the way most companies are gonna go. So any word on whether the expenses will actually be deductible? Unfortunately, not yet, which you know is super frustrating because although I think they still will be, we're still not sure. So as we're starting to do tax planning for some of our clients here for the end of the year, we're having to do scenarios and kind of running scenarios with both just to let them know, you know, here's worst case scenario and here's a potential scenario um, if those loans um, don't produce any kind of taxable income. Now, just a quick refresher. Even though the IRS has already said that the loan forgiveness income will not be taxable, 
they also came back and said that the expenses that are used to justify the forgiveness wouldn't be deductible. So essentially, we end up in the same place. A lot of companies are going to have more income on their return if these expenses are not deductible. Hmm. Now, as we know, we have an election next week. And, you know, although, Terry, to be perfectly honest, I'm going to miss the political ads. <laughs> I bet you uh, are. <laughs> but, uh, but, you know, that should make it, the picture a little clearer on what 2021 is going to look like. And assuming that we know the results of the election, we'll start talking about that next week. Jeff, a lot of great information each and every week here on Tax Insight. For those listeners that want to connect with you, how do they do that? You can go to our website, which is hawkinsashcpas.com, and go to our COVID-19 section. Jeff, thank you for your time, and we'll talk to you next week. This has been Tax Insights, presented by Hawkins Ash CPAs. Learn more online at hawkinsashcpas.com. Hawkins Ash CPAs, part of your business, part of your life.